Hello, everyone, and welcome to another exciting episode of LGA. That is... Lit, 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 game, game, arena, arena. For those of you who don't know, my name is Marcus, and I am joined by Justin. I'm David S. Pumpkins, and I'm gonna scare the hell out of you. I don't really, uh, I don't know that guy, but, uh, you know, on this show we like to crack open a couple, uh, old ones, you know, like I'm talking, uh, the old gods. Game Fuel? No, I'm- I'm talking Cthulhu. <laughs> Any questions? Let's get to it! Hey, welcome to a spooky... Episode 81 of the LGA cast. We're here to talk about all the cool stuff, all the video games that we're playing, all the stuff that we're doing. And we are brought to you by, of course, Game Fuel. Cthulhu, Cthulhu Fuel. It's hard to say. Cthulhu Fuel. Cthulhu Game. Siren Head. I, <laughs> this is word association. Oh, we're going to be um, talking Siren Head on this episode. Oh, boy, Siren Head. You know, my favorite. My favorite. You know what I say about Siren Head? He's my favorite. Fuck him. <laughs> you say fuck him. <laughs> fuck. Um, but yeah. So before we before we get into all that stuff, I still want to mention the uh, all the horror event going on that we are a part of. Just a bunch of cool podcasts doing in a different episode that is horror themed every day this month. And we actually did do uh, an episode, or we did. I did. I did do like a submission for the cabinet podcast and I'm probably going to play that during the the break part the intermission part of this episode because I believe I want it to go out first on his show but I do want to play it here too for all of our listeners here but it's going to be on his show first so you want to keep an eye out for the cabinet cast when it is their turn to air we did something pretty dang cool so you should definitely listen to his show the cabinet podcast who is part of all the horror and you can follow the whole event at all at all the horror 18 on twitter and uh yeah so make sure you do that um before we kick off this episode i actually did have somewhat of a topic that i wanted to mention because i haven't heard too many people i haven't heard anybody actually talk about this especially weirdly giant bomb because this is a topic that they talk about a lot um and it's regarding video capture and streaming with these new consoles nobody nobody's out there talking about that i know that a lot of the, even with the current consoles you can stream natively like you can go like download the twitch app and stream with those and um i mean you used to be able to just do the mixer thing on xbox and i know twitch works pretty well on the playstation 4 right now but anyone who's an experienced streamer or trying to capture video they're using an actual video capture device which there are issues with that when it comes to um uh hdcp so uh the HTCP is like it's a, it, it becomes an issue 
with particularly like I discovered this because I mean trying to stream Xbox and console stuff on on the PlayStation. There's a menu like and we talked about this in the last episode like the the menu the settings in the PlayStation for interface is pretty extensive but there is an option where you can just turn HDCP off which obviously in that situation then that blocks you from being able to watch stuff like Netflix and uh, anything that's using that as like a the, the anti copy protection all that shit um, and you can only play games but at least you can turn it off and then you can stream without any problems the Xbox is a lot different whereas if when you turn when the Xbox is powered on from like a powered a completely powered down state, the HDCP is turned off. But as soon as you launch something like YouTube or Netflix, it switches the HDCP on. And the only way to turn it back off is if you have your Xbox set to just be turned off like a cold off. If you use the whole if you use any of the, like the, the the low power state where you want it to download updates while you're in bed and the Xbox is off it won't turn HDCP off. It has to be completely powered down, which means if you go to try to launch your um, your streaming software and uh, it, 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 it basically it just turns the screen black. <laughs> it stops you from being able to capture anything. So the only way to get it to work is to then shut your Xbox all the way down, like completely off. So like that, it becomes a pain for me, like turning the Xbox on, you have to wait for the entire thing to turn on. You can't do the quick uh, wake up thing that you, uh, that you normally can do. And so I'm wondering like, how, how is that gonna be implemented with these new consoles? Cause nobody has said anything about this. There's no information about how they're gonna handle this and what they're gonna do to allow like streamers because I know like streaming is like a big thing a lot of people are doing it and I know that they're leaning into it and they're adding features that allow you to stream from the console but any experienced streamer isn't doing that they're using capture cards or using OBS they have settings where they can set up different scenes and everything they're not just streaming natively from their console so I'm kind of wondering what the deal is going to be Obviously, you're you're not a streamer. I'm just kind of I don't know. If any if any of you out there have any thoughts on this, definitely message us or get in contact with us, and uh, we can we can talk about that because I don't, I'm I'm really interested in what all that stuff, how all that stuff will work because it's always a pain to get <laughs> to do any of that stuff, especially with the, the HDCP. Um, I mean, it's, especially in like the like the they're they're the quick. The quick restart or quick resume that's a big feature they're toting with the, the with the xbox series x and if i have to turn the console like all the way off then that kind of renders all of that pointless <laughs> if i want to stream so yeah i don't know that's that's a it's a weird thing and I'm really surprised that I haven't heard Giant Bomb talk about this because I know they, they talk about the subject of streaming a lot because, I mean, they rely on video capture for their YouTube content or, I mean, not their YouTube content, but their whole website. Like, it's, I mean, the podcast is only part of what they do. Well, everything else they do is video content and they rely on that video captures. So I'm really surprised that they actually haven't said anything on their show about it. But, and I haven't heard anybody talking about it. So I'm just kind of wondering how much of an issue it's going to be. So I, I don't know, like nobody talks about it. Not even the, the developers or the, the manufacturers, nobody is saying anything. So 
Because streaming's dead. <laughs> streaming's the future. <laughs> like, I mean, are, are all these people that are set up and set up with their streaming studios, are they going to pull out their Xbox or their new PlayStation 5 and try to hook it up so that they can stream their, their oh, new Justin, games? And then it's going <laughs> to... You pull in. <laughs> they're gonna, you're going to pull in your Xbox and then... <laughs> but, uh... They're gonna get all that shit out and set it up and then be like, oh wait, the streaming thing won't work. <laughs> I don't know. It's a, it's, it's not a com, it's, it's becoming more common, but it's not a common thing that people do. I mean, even like when I, when I'm looking around at like newer streamers on Twitch, if I'm like looking like, oh, I want to watch like some weird obscure game and I'll look at someone with like relatively low viewers or a, me a medium amount of viewers and it seems like nine times out of ten it is somebody that's just streaming directly from their console rather than using a capture card and routing it through their computer and doing all that. Um, so I mean, but I mean those situations are, it's great for new, 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 new streamers. Because I mean, the OBS stuff can get really complicated, and the video capture stuff. Like you can, you can dive pretty deep into all that, which I have. I have several cameras sitting in front of me, and I have cables everywhere, and obviously the microphones and all the different setups, and trying to set up to where I, I was streaming with one of my friends one time, and I was playing Sea of Thieves with him, and I had this the most awkward setup you could ever imagine, because we were playing. Sea of Thieves on the Xbox and I wanted to be able to stream my voice as well but and his voice because we were playing together and so I was streaming to my I was using the video caption everything but we were using uh, discord to talk to each other so then I had to like somehow finagle the discord into it as well and have the microphone on that it was just the most awkward thing and just there was cables everywhere <laughs> so it's a it's complicated and it's like there, there there's not a whole lot of good like cheap equipment out there when it comes to streaming and the there's consumer stuff that's decent but you're then you're looking at like the Elgato which isn't even all that cheap and then after that like after Elgato you're getting into like enterprise solutions like video actual like video production <laughs> type solutions that cost thousands and thousands of dollars so there's um, and there's not a lot of documentation on streaming stuff out there. Surprisingly, despite despite the popularity of streaming, there's not a lot out there to for information. Just at a quick search, like it's spread out everywhere. Like you have to dig to find the information you need. It sucks. <laughs> there's no good place to go to just get everything you need. It's like oh, you have to go to this website and download this plugin for OBS, and then it'll the the specific thing that you want to do will work. I know it's weird stuff, weird stuff. But anyway, that's my kind of like beginning of the show tangent. I wanted to get that out of the way be before I forgot because I actually wanted to talk about that last week, but I completely forgot. So, yeah. So, Marcus, what what have you been doing this week? I was going to say, I don't know nothing about any of that. I don't, I don't <laughs> yeah, know you're not. shit about any of that shit. I'm a fucking nerd. I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> I should have been into the... I should have been in like the AV club in in high school or something. Yeah, yeah. Um. Anyway, um. Yeah. Yep. That was my week. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All right. And that's a cast. <laughs> no, I played. Uh, 
I played a lot of really slow moving games. I, I played a lot of Justin games. Um, nice. So I, I have been trying to nice. Platinum Death Stranding, uh, but I'll circle back to that. Um, have you heard of the game The Forest? I'm sure you have. I have, yes. Yeah, I played like a fuck ton of The Forest. Now, so I'll just set this up. The Forest is, it's a survival horror game, uh, but it's it's more in the vein of survival type games so you do have to like eat and watch how much your like water consumption you like you'll need to stay hydrated and stay fed um and keep your energy levels up and all that but uh it's twist that i guess makes it unique is that uh you're on a plane at the very beginning that crash lands in a forest anyway there's basically a cannibals for lack of a better word or uh <laughs> we, we could say that the forest is definitely like loosely based on like it, it seems drawing inspiration from the movie the descent so it seems like there's you know like cave dwelling inhabitants possibly troglodyte people but um they usually come at night and want to kill you. There is also just straight up monsters. There is one named Virginia, and I think the other one name is Army. It, it doesn't really say the names of them anywhere, but uh, I was just like, what the deal is, is the deal with this vagina monster that has a million legs and like shoots babies and throws babies over your fence uh, that crawl <laughs> on the ground and attack you. Um, and the, the other one's just got like a gajillion arms. There also is a really big fat one, uh, but I only ever saw him in the hole because on this map, there is a uh, I'll go back to the map in a little bit. But uh, there is a hole like in the center of the ter- the this like island, I guess you're on. But anyway, so you're in the forest and you can you you can build stuff. You're going to want to build structures. You're probably going to want to, you know, set up defenses, set up like a fort type area oh, so you're minecraft steve then yes uh basically like very much inspired by like you can you can tell there's a lot of parallels to minecraft here um probably more like of, rust than anything well i don't know doesn't minecraft have like the creepers come at night and like blow up your structures yeah but doesn't rust also have that i, don't know, I mean it, i rust. mean rust is rust is kind of like i never played yeah, minecraft it is. either but <laughs> It is like a Minecraft like style thing, but like it feels it, this seems like more like, yeah, it's it's like Minecraft, but also like the 3D stuff. I think a lot of people really got into rust, but uh, this game at least was on it. Like I'm playing it on PlayStation uh, came out probably two, three years ago. It was in early access for fucking ever, um, but it came out a while ago. I bought it on for ten dollars in a recent PlayStation sale because uh, man, my yeah, I think the. I think the early, the first like actual like launch of the game was in 2018, but the first trailer for the game came out in 2013. Yeah, that doesn't surprise me. Um, and the building, like most of the stuff you'll be building is like primarily with sticks and logs. And I actually enjoy this due to there being like like I the, the currencies essentially you will expend to build structures are kind of limited. And even the structures are fairly limited to what you can build. But I like having a more limited kit because unlike a Minecraft or something with like where Minecraft has like redstone and like you can basically build anything in Minecraft at this point. Yeah, Um, the sky is the limit. But I actually like having kind of a limited kit because that makes the interesting stuff you do with the limited kit uh, seem so much cooler. Plus, harvesting the resources to build stuff takes a Herculean task. Um and maybe that's just because I go 
like, well, I'll, I'll just highlight how I've been playing. So usually it'll be like, it took me a long while to get our bearings. Like me and my friend, we had kind of like a, a first generation. We, we had like our first base, but we were really like, didn't know what we were doing. Didn't know what we were building. Didn't know like the loop of the game. And then after we got our bearings, after a few days, we were like, Let, let's just restart. So we because we were getting attacked daily by like arm monsters and Virginia monsters. I uh, don't know what was with that. We haven't really encountered that in our new new play. So, yeah, we started a new one. We built a base um, and this time we went like big. And also the plane crash landed kind of on one of the corners of the map, which was real beneficial because we had like essentially in the area where I built my fence, like this giant defensive perimeter uh, we we had some natural borders like we like we had ocean to the back of us and uh, yeah, a mountain to the side of us. So obviously that saves resources as being like we don't really got to like build a fence over in that. So is area. this is this procedural at all? Not exactly. The map is always preset. But um, where you land crash land is different. Yeah. And I, I'm guessing there's probably like, you know, a handful of locations where the plane can crash land. Because de definitely, at least okay. between the two, we did crash land in two different spots. Um, All right. And apparently you can find the nose of the plane, too. Uh, but anyway, you'll you'll start with the back. You will you can, like, grab... The, there's some pills, candy bars, like, TV dinners, and then an axe on the plane. So you'll grab all that stuff before you exit the plane, which will be where you respawn if you die. So that was part of why we set up the territory around the plane. Okay. Uh, yeah, maybe so had, that... Um Maybe that first time you just happened to be in an area like, you know, like Alan we Fallout. We were right like next the... to the hole. Like, oh, okay. You could reach the so hole it's probably like, like a hop, skip, and a jump. <laughs> so it's probably like a higher level area, like like going to like Deathclaw territory in a Fallout game. It's, it might have been. I really don't know. I just know I I had HDR on my TV for the game as, as you would, but I had to turn it off because I couldn't see at night. Like it, because you know how <laughs> HDR works, where it's like there's more color it makes everything super the dark. Darks. Yeah, everything was like, like I kept telling my friend, I was like, I like can't see at night, and he was like, it's supposed to be dark, and I was like, not like this, not where your screen is like a complete like can't, you literally can't see. <laughs> Did and my I TV mean, you, turn off? Like you have a lighter, but I was like, even with the lighter out, I can't see anything. Like it, it was just like if you were to walk out in the middle of a fucking forest like it and i had the thing is i had the brightness turned up to max just because i was like i can't see anything um but then i turned off hdr and the uh this does look like a better. fucking dark game because i while you've been talking i've been watching like some gameplay of it in the background because i haven't actually i've heard of the game but i haven't seen it myself but there's a dude just running through the forest chopping trees down and it's broad yeah. daylight but the trees are pitch black it's not quite that dark usually, but well, on yeah, this you, video it is. It's dark. It, it, the game is like, um, like like I have a lot of weird carrots and sticks when it comes to games. Like survival games aren't super in my wheelhouse, and similarly, uh, like a Minecraft isn't exactly in my wheelhouse. Uh, partially because like Minecraft is so open ended. This actually does have a story, like in a sense that you crash land and you're supposed to be looking for the other passengers on the plane as well as your son um, or like the whereabouts of okay, your son. That makes sense. So so there is like a mission to be had, um, including like 
caves that you're supposed to find and go down. Uh, you're supposed to go like spelunking down these caves, which this this is kind of where that the descent comes into play, because, of course, the caves are like filled with fucking monsters, um, which I have just reduced to calling screamers. I'm like, they're the screamers because I always <laughs> come screaming into your camp. Uh, Sounds like a spooky game. Yeah, it is. Uh, I, I do think it is apt that I'm playing it during uh, Halloween. Well, like the, the horror season, but spooky it, month that that has nothing to do with why I chose it or anything. Just me and my friend bought this game and we're like, yeah, we'll play it together sometime. And then we kind of spur of the moment because I've just been jamming through some Death Stranding, which I'll I'll still circle back to. But yeah, you, most of the stuff isn't really in my wheelhouse and I don't play a lot of these games. So while I do know this is like derivative and inspired by a lot of games, it's really striking a chord with me because you need that. I need to have the mainline quest. So I feel like I'm procrastinating, which is all I do. I just build really cool shit. And like I said, you have that limited kit. So you actually get a real sense of pride when you have to like cut down so many fucking trees to build something. And then when your thing is like built and kind of cool, it feels, you feel really accomplished. Um, yeah. So our so we built this base, uh, and it was all right. Like it, it's a pretty decent base. And then I was like, "Hey, we're gonna go like explore some of the forest." And as I was exploring, I found this really cool, like kind of flatland that was by all these crocodiles and boars. So I was like, "Man, we could like harvest all these." And it's like flat. It's right by this water. Like this place is like the perfect fucking spot. Like absolutely perfect. We spent all this time like building a base there. My friend's game crashed and he was the host. So unfortunately, we lost five hours of gameplay. Oh, no. And it took me a really long time when we started up again to find that spot again because we hadn't saved that entire fucking time. Um, Ouch. We did eventually find that spot and we built a really awesome base there, um, including a really cool uh, multi-floor house. But this is where this is where I am now. Um, so we built that this really badass house like that base is like secure and the other base is secure problem is two bases really far apart from each other so wh- what are you gonna do about that zip lines we are building nice. a massive zip line <laughs> to cross basically the entirety of the map from one end of the map to the other so one of our bases is in an optimal location for this because that mountainside that i said was in the first base i went on top of that and i'm building a tower um, the tower is going to be five floors. And then on top of the fifth floor, I'm going to build a massive foundation. And on top of that foundation, I'm going to set a zip line. Now, currently that tower is only three floors high, um, with the base of that fourth floor already put in, Nice, but it is already above every tree. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, this so is the zip lines like, actually do adhere to gravity. It's not like, oh, you can just go both directions. You actually have to do go downhill on the zip build, line. Yeah, I have to build one there and then one back. Okay. Yeah, because I know some games do zip lines, but they're like, yeah, you could just go either direction. So my friend is working on the one from base two to base one, and I am working on building this tower. And I'm going to get into more weeds on this tower. Cause I, 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 you know, you know how people say their best ideas come when they're in the shower. This yeah. was, this was one of those ideas. I was like, man, this <laughs> tower and inside the tower, it's not just going to be a zip line to like the other fucking base because it is a very robust tower. I'm going to build zip lines all over the place. And that's <laughs> why I'm making it so high. It's a zip line hub. It is. That was the idea. <laughs> 
to be like, this is going to be the hub of nice. all the zip lines. So, yeah, I, and my idea is because we've already charted out like there is kind of a Breath of the Wild element because there is a map. Um, I guess I should circle back to that. There is a map, but you have to find it and it's in a cave. Um, so we found the map, but in the map, when you find it, it's a completely blank sheet of paper. Um, and when you explore, it will fill in the map. Um, okay. And you also That's next to that, map, that is like Minecraft. <laughs> and and next to that map, you find a compass. Uh, but yeah, you uh, it, it, obviously the map's not super important. But there, I just see this as kind of a Breath of the Wild like thing because any like natural yeah. landmarks you find, you can build a map marker by. But that's just you know constructed out of sticks and shit. Uh, but it'll be it'll put a flag that you can kind of see when you like look around. It'll, you'll see like this flag marker in the distance. Um, so, so you'll have to mark all these things manually, which I, I kind of like that element. Um, there's just plenty of stupid shit. Like you can find dynamite and blow things up. We found a chainsaw. We found a, a stronger ax. And when you, you can also like strengthen the axes and this is where it gets real stupid. So the, when you kill like these, the screamers, as I like to call them, uh, you can get teeth from them. And you can just use, you can mix your axe with teeth and tree sap, and it just like glues the teeth onto the axe, and that somehow makes it stronger. And it looks really stupid when it does this. You can also glue <laughs> feathers on it to make it go faster. Makes no fucking sense. Um, nice. But yeah, I'm just mostly chopping down a lot of fucking trees and building this like cool shit. Um, that zipline hub is going to be so badass. Like, my my friend was like, oh, man, I watched this video of the zipline going over the hole. And he was like saying how cool that was. And I was like, this is going to be beyond that. Like this, this tower <laughs> is basically to the heavens. So I'm like, we could build a zipline to any location on the map. It, it is so fucking high up. Um, but yeah. It, and then the other base, we're kind of running into an issue because it's on lower, like a lot lower land. But there is a there's a really big hill that leads into the this winter area. So what we might do is go up that hill a ways and then uh, instead of like like my tower idea is taking a lot of work. I actually had to build a uh, well, a foundation as it's listed as like a custom foundation, but I'm using it as a scaffolding on the outside so I can get because you can only carry logs two at a time. But on the on the the uh, crane, as it's called, which is basically like a manual lift elevator you can build log holders on it so i built these log holders that i can then from the ground yeah put the logs on the log holder raise it this <laughs> platform up to the scaffolding and unload them uh on the third floor which is as high as i could build a foundation uh <laughs> nice. so so that and i feel from the third floor that, that like i initially planned for this to be five floors high so that's from the third floor i can build another two floors that won't be too bad uh but yeah i'm like I've been just playing like a metric fuck ton of this. I'm really addicted to just building stupid shit. Um, like the exploratory elements are kind of secondary to me. Like I said, I need that. I need the potential thread of a quest line that, like I said, I, that way I feel like I'm procrastinating. <laughs> I need something I can neglect. <laughs> but man, we've been just building like so much shit. Um, strangely, like, and I don't really know why. Um, I, I have some guesses, but like my game started to run really hard at one point and we had to like save and exit out, like which I barely was able to do because it was like locking up so bad. 
And well, we saved, exited out, and came back in, and then the uh, the screamers just stopped spawning. Like, <laughs> don't know where they've been. They may or may not come back. And I say that because they showed up at one point, um, and they like broke a bunch of shit. So we like were like, well, we we can't do that because I like in the second base at that point in time, I didn't build barriers because we just hadn't seen them in a really long time, and then they just showed up. And broke a bunch of shit, so we like deloaded and loaded back in, and then they were just gone, like huh. nowhere to be seen, nowhere on the map, nowhere in any caves. <laughs> Don't know why, but uh, which you can play in a passive mode, like you you can play with those guys off uh, and just build stuff. I apparently after you beat the game, it unlocks a, a creative mode where you can just build stuff um, yeah. easier. But yeah, and you can build like Molotovs and bombs and traps and you trap rabbits. Uh, oh, yeah, I guess I forgot. I neglected to mention the spooky element of this tower. I want the floors to be themed. So currently the <laughs> bottom floor, every since there's a lot of deers nearby, every deer I kill because you can get trophies. So I mount their heads on the wall. So the bottom floor currently has about nine or ten uh, deer heads, but I want that entire wall covered in deer heads. <laughs> and then, like, the Guys. second floor, I was like, I want this to be, like, a shark floor, so I want all the shark heads mounted on the walls. <laughs> nice. <laughs> it, it, it's it's going to look like a serial killer hut, in a way. <laughs> Which you can, like, hang the body parts on things, too, and, like make effigies and burn effigies. You can make like a bone <laughs> chandelier. Um, yeah, I, I, I recommend checking this game out. It's pretty fucking cool. Um, if you can find it for cheap, it's pretty cool. If that's the kind of game you're into, it's really good. If you play with friends, like I wouldn't play this unless I was playing with a friend. So it's that type of game where it's like nice to have a conversation while I'm just like chopping down trees and building shit. Um, but yeah, uh, and uh, further news, and, and I guess I just I forgot about this, but uh, there is a sequel that's been announced called Sons of the Forest. And this is where huh. I alluded to Siren Head because I was like, they could put Siren Head in that. That would make sense. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure. I think I think I mean, just looking at the environment, you could definitely do a Siren Head in this game. Makes sense in there. Yeah, I God, I've, I've been just really. I've been playing it like nonstop since the weekend that it's been. Uh, so I'll, I'll circle back now. I've been planning to pl platinum Death Stranding, so I've been doing a lot of leg work in that. But this has been pulling me away from it. So my plan was to platinum that over the weekend, and that didn't really happen. Um, I have to. I, I only have like a few trophies left in that, but it they're time consuming, consuming ones because one of the trophies is called Legend of Legends, which you have to do. 20 deliveries in each category so that's like 80 deliveries technically uh where you get uh s rank and for a while like yeah. essentially you have to get legend of legends rank um on those deliveries but for a while i didn't know how to do that because i was like i only get legend rank which was just like a base s rank but apparently you have to put the game on hard mode now that really doesn't change anything like you you put it on hard mode it changes like the difficulty of the encounters but in post game, you shouldn't be encountering a lot of stuff. It should just be like you're just driving most of the time. <laughs> like you're not going to be running into BTs and uh, the mules um, too, too much. So, yeah, I've just been doing a lot of deliveries in there. 
which is really relaxing. It's like, I really enjoy Death Stranding. It is just like, I guess what I imagine a Euro truck simulator is if a Euro truck simulator was really fucking weird. Um, so yeah, it's just driving around, making those deliveries, chilling <laughs> out. Uh, usually I'm on discord talking with people or, uh, you know, listening to a podcast. Otherwise uh great game to just kind of like coast out and chill. Um, there's really not too much to it. Aside from that, uh, I have to currently, uh, since I was playing before we got on to record this, but I have to throw uh, a chiral contaminated uh, package into a lake is one of the trophies to destroy it. I just <laughs> and I have the chiral contaminated package, but I've been just driving around delivering. Um, I had to steal a bunch of broken PlayStations from a mule camp to deliver to one of the people. <laughs> it, yeah, it's just... I, and actually, the funny thing about that camp is I knocked out everybody in that camp. I wasn't planning to. I just... They got alerted, and then I just was like, I'm just going to knock all these fuckers out. <laughs> this will make it faster. <laughs> yeah, those are about the two games I've been playing. Um, like I said, like if I wasn't doing the podcast today, I would be playing The Forest right now. Uh, which would consist of me chopping yeah. down trees for hours um, <laughs> to build something really stupid because that game yeah, seems that sounds to be progressively like I got a great idea and I build the great idea and then you have like it's like post-coital clarity <laughs> you're like, you experience hey. that for a brief moment and then you go wait I got a better idea and then you completely abandon <laughs> your baby and you build another cool thing <laughs> Yeah, that sounds like me in those types of games, <laughs> for sure. <laughs> but yeah, if you're into, like, the horror stuff doesn't really, like, like, I just register all those guys as, like, they're enemies. Like, it being dark and quote-unquote spooky and running into these people, it, it I'm not like, oh, no! Yeah, it's not like an amnesia where, like, the monster just kills you and you're dead. It's something you can actually fend off. Yeah, and you and even death isn't super punishing. Like you die, yeah. and then you just respawn on the plane, and you exactly you would lose your whatever gear was on your person, but you just run out to your your backpack, which is marked on the map. It'd be yeah, man. Thinking it would be ten billion times worse if your backpack dropped, but it didn't mark it, and you had to go just oh, fucking God. find it. Oh man. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. It's totally different. Like when it's an enemy that you can fight versus like, like I said, an amnesia or, or like even, um, like a PT type thing where it's just like, yeah, yeah it's like, this is like the big bad enemy, but like, you can't do anything about it when it catches you. So like, you got to stay away from it. Like these are things that you can f actually fight and fend off. Yeah, and I mean, like, we got to a point that we were just killing so many of them and burning. We'd throw the bodies in the bonfire uh, to get bones. Like, nice. And you can, with the Virginia and army, if you kill them, you can uh, skin them. And with the skin, you can wear it as armor. <laughs> like, you, you can also put on crocodile skin wow. or just lizard skin as armor, too. Okay. <laughs> It's like, it's not like the best semblance of armor, but it's, it's armor. <laughs> it, I don't know. Yeah. I, I've been enjoying the game, but like I said, if survival games is really like your wheelhouse, this might not do it for you because like I, the survival elements is not like I built a couple things that harvest water and, uh, you know, like I have a pretty decent food source 
So like surviving is not really a challenge at a certain point pretty early on too. It's not like we had to struggle very long to get that far. Yeah. It's no, uh, oxygen not included. <laughs> yeah. I don't, I, I just know some people like this seems closer to a don't starve, like in many ways without like don't starve has definitely <laughs> don't starve, a, but like, like 1000% less punishing. Yeah. Well, without the, I would say without the whimsy, like, without the whimsy and without the the roguelike yeah, <laughs> aspect. Yeah. yeah, definitely that. Uh, but it just the way you can like build a base and like the way it snowballs into being like you can survive almost endlessly is kind of like don't starve. Yeah. Um, but yeah, yeah, I just a firm recommend if you can get it for like 10 bucks or less. Uh, and then once again, maybe keep an eye out for like Maybe be like, I'll miss this one, but, you know, look into Sons of the Forest because I'll probably be better. Um, hopefully. Uh, you always hope the following games are better. Yeah, that's that's usually the hope. Oh, yeah, I guess I should hit on th this happy accident that happened. Uh, so when we built the cabin, um, I laid a foundation. I built uh, two walls because you can stack a wall on top of a wall, but then it get, gets like a little too high for me to reach to put like logs up. Um, so then I yeah. built, uh, I built, built a roof and then I built a floor. So it, this is how it became two, two stories. Cause then I, I, I built a roof that was like a giant, you know, like triangular roof. Uh, and I made it as high as I could possibly go. And I built a floor and then I built stairs up to the floor. And then you have to punch a hole in the bottom of that, uh, which can be a pain in the ass, but I punched this hole in it. And this is that happy accident. The floor actually went beyond, like, this is a clipping issue. It went beyond the bounds of the triangular top of the house. But this is a happy accident. Because then I punched a hole in the side of the, the roofing. And it, so I made, like, a, you know, like a portal. Uh, and you could walk out. And it was like we had a balcony. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Uh, and then my friend put a fence up, like, because you could just, like, you click like the custom fence tool and it will actually just like circle the property. So you can just lay down like a fence around the area really quick. So we, we fenced in the top of that building. Um, so it's like, yeah, you could, we have like kind of a sniper's perch up here uh, with this border around the house. Um, and you could just like walk on the roof. So I was like, this is pretty cool. Um, and actually that's where we kind of got the idea for doing all these zip lines. Cause then we built zip lines on top of that roof uh, to, to essentially make shortcuts to get outside of the walls of that base. And that's, this is always how like my brain works is like my friend would build something and like, you know, he'd be like, Oh, that's cool. And I'd be, you know, like he essentially builds the small scale version. And then my brain goes, we can go bigger. And of course I go like <laughs> grand scale. Like we need to make this like as big as possible. <laughs> yeah. Like, it's like, what if zip lines on a small scale? And I'm like, what if we go maximum scale? I also We're gonna deforest this uh, whole island. Oh, there's like, it's basically been deforest. We, we've like cut down so many fucking trees. Like <laughs> we, we have to go so fucking far to harvest trees, which we have. Usually when you go out, we'll bring, um, you have to do several trips back and forth, but you'll, we'll bring, uh, five or six log sleds with us. Oh God. And then we'll just fill those up entirely. And then you'll like bring them back slowly one, one at a time. Uh, and then unload all those logs and then go back. It, it takes, it's a really long time. Uh, I bet. And there was one other thing. 
oh yeah, I have another plan, but this may come later down the pipes. But you, you can build like tree houses. You can just build a house inside of a <laughs> nice. tree. Um, so I was like, and you can build a uh, log bridges between those. So I was like, what if we had like oh, a tree nice. fort city? Oh god, <laughs> it's, well, that's gonna be hard when you deforest the island. There, there's some trees. They're really <laughs> inland. <laughs> We're reaching a point where we've cleared almost the entirety of the forest between both the two bases, which, like I said, they're almost on opposite ends of the map, which is a <laughs> lot. It, we've cut down a lot of fucking trees. Oh, and speaking of that, there is an achievement for cutting down a thousand trees, which you oh would think God. I would already have. But apparently the trophies are done in a weird way that you have to do certain things in a single play. Um, and that implies a single game session. Oh, wow. So... So you have to uh, sit down and cut down a thousand trees without closing the game. My friend. Yeah, basically. But what my friend said is he's like, yeah, once you beat the game uh, and you're in that uh, like builder mode, you can essentially have unlimited uh, like bombs and then you can just blow up trees. <laughs> so he's like, yeah, you'll just like throw bombs everywhere and just blow up as many trees as you can. Nice. Uh but that's if we decide to platinum it. I, I There's strangely like a lot of trophies that it's like, do this in single player, which is it, it'll be something you don't even have to be in single player to do. Like it'll be like catch a fish in single player. And it's like, but I can just catch a fish in multiplayer. Why doesn't it count that? Right. <laughs> anyway, I've rambled on a lot about that game. I just have been enjoying it a lot. Clearly. <laughs> nice. Should probably take a break. Yeah, um, we'll we'll take a quick break and then we will be right back with the rest of the show. Stand. 
standard issue special task force glancer wood metal human flesh alien scum there isn't a single obstacle that can't be torn through score against insurmountable odds. Marcus Phoenix uses his Lancer to save the world from certain destruction by feeding his enemies 60 bullets per second. the show and if you listened to us last last week uh we had a bit of an intruder situation on the uh, on the episode we had an uninvited guest barge into the studio uh kicking through the door knocking me out and he just started spewing nonsense into the microphone um and then he left (laughs) and um but he's back he came back and uh, he's demanding to be part of the show now. Uh, you might have heard his name as uh, uh, Andre Bones. Andre Bones. <laughs> this guy's wild man. Um, but he uh, he so he wants to be part of the show. And since he just has these crazy conspiracy theories. Um, I think it, we're just going to call this uh, this segment "shitty conspiracies," um, <laughs> but um, I don't know. I I only have the one mic set up, so uh, I'll uh, I'll give the I'll give the floor to Andre here. Look, I don't I don't care what you call the segment. All I know is I got to get the truth out there. Oh, uh, good, good, Andre. Good. Uh, always. You know, last time it was very rude, uh, what you did, but this time it seems a bit more respectable. Uh, so, so what do you, what do you bring into the table this week? Well, yeah, I, I promised, uh, <clears throat> if, if, uh, I wouldn't do it again, as long as you let me on the show. 
If you don't let me on the show, I'm gonna have to crack some skulls. You hear? No, no, you're you're welcome here. Uh, you're welcome to share your uh, <coughs> sh- shitty conspiracy theories. Uh, Look, I don't care if you believe it or not. My people out there, they expect to hear from me. All right, all right. <laughs> so, so today, you know, I'm a bit of a news guy. I like, I, I like, I get, I get some scoops. You can call me a scoop man. You're a scoop aficionado. Yeah, I'm a, I'm a, <laughs> I'm a bit of a scoop guy. You're a scoop um, hound. So, scoop hound. Yeah, um, um, I have hounds too. <laughs> Don't you worry about that. Um, and I'm, I'm a hound of many, many trades. But we won't get into that. <laughs> um, so I go down to these, uh, these video game companies, some publishers, some manufacturers, some game developers, and uh, I have to say, I don't like what's happening. I go down- What don't you like? I go down there, and I see what's coming off those product lines. You know what's coming off those product lines? Yeah, what's what's coming off those product lines? PlayStation 5s without disk drives, and a lot of them. There's a lot of them. There's a lot of them. There's, there's a lot. There's so many. You know how many? You know how many I saw with disc drives? Two. There was two of them. What? I mean, come on, Andre. That's just that's unrealistic. No, that's that- happening. <laughs> that's happening. And they're sending those. That PlayStation, Xbox, they're doing it too. They got Xboxes, no CD drive, no DVD drive, no Blu-ray, nothing. Just a box. What the fuck am I supposed to do with a box? But uh, huh? Uh, I got <laughs> I got all sorts of games <laughs> on discs. They're on CDs, man. What the I, fuck I just, do I do with those? Andre, I, I just I I heard from pretty reliable sources that there there was more Series X's that had the disc drive, you know, and and PS5s with disc drives hey, over the all digitals. That's fake news. Like, no, no, I, I heard there news. was much more. <laughs> You're getting that from the fake stream media. I mean, this is directly from the stores I bought from. They're lying to you, man. <laughs> they got those the Sony. They they sent out more of them discless drives. Those those discless PlayStation fives. Tell the GameStops, the Best Buys, the Targets, the Walmart, and Amazon. They want you locked in. They want you locked oh, in. That's with that. what they want. <laughs> they want you to lock in to the digital ecosystem. That's what the globalists want. They don't want you to play the old games that you already own. They want the games that they they let you play. You don't they think don't that's want you just to play a the byproduct of convenience? You don't think that's just like a happenstance of technology, like forward marching on? You know, like things get accidentally left hey. behind. <laughs> You know what? I'm just change. Sometimes progress isn't isn't good. Just look at those progressive Democrats, man. <laughs> Not all progress is good progress. Uh, Andre, it's just I'm gonna have to apologize to Justin here. I'm spitting all over his oh, his God. microphone and his computer screen here. Well, I'm but, glad you you're know, not with me. I, I know he's a little bit more tolerant of the COVID stuff going on right now. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, he's my kind of guy, you know, he's a, I, I like to think of him as, a, as an, an anti-masker, just like me. Yeah, I go out there, I don't got masks. Those masks don't do shit. 
I mean, that we, we, we can't even get into that right now on how that is uh, just blatantly not true. <laughs> Uh, but but, but no. back to the matter at hand, like uh, the, 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 this PlayStation and Xbox thing, I, I just, it sounds like they're pushing the ones with the disc. I, I, I don't know where you're coming from about this discless thing. I, I think that they're just giving people an option, a cheaper option if, if they so choose. It doesn't seem like they're forcing it on everybody and, and making it seem like that's the only option. I, I just, I think that's just insanity. I you know who makes you choose? Globalists. The globalists, they make you choose. It's the illusion of choice. Both choices are evil. And you're saying you saw two. I saw two PlayStation 5s with the disk drives. And you know what? I took one. So that's mine. You, you, so you're saying hey, the, ones, the, the ones given away at Burger King? You're saying those were, were diskless ones? They, they say they come with this, but I'll tell you what, when you get home, you unwrap that, you open up that, that box, it's going to be a disc list, a disc, there's no disc. <laughs> no, there's no disc. There's no disc. <laughs> Not a disc drive, there's just no disc. It's a, it's a, it's a dickless PlayStation oh, 5. Oh, Jesus Christ, I mean, come on. <laughs> Well, well a, Andre, I, I think this about wraps up this uh, segment. I, I, I think... No, I'm not done here. Well, I got more shit to say. Okay, jeez. all uh, sorts of... All these globalists are trying to... No, I'm, I'm, not, I'm not done. I'm not... I'm not done. No. Uh, thank, thank you, Justin. Thank you. Okay. Uh, a little bit of him goes a long way, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Yeah, we'll, we'll we'll get him on future episodes. He's he, he um oh, uh, I got to say the audience loves him. So we we got yeah, we got <laughs> I mean, it's the best segment of the show already and we've only just named it this episode. Yeah, we didn't name it last time. Uh you know, it was a little bit uh he just came He's a in. Off the cuff. He, he just broke like, He literally broke through my... the fourth wall. He broke through a regular wall. <laughs> he literally broke through the door. I just smashed it in. I I mean I I had to pay to get that fixed. That and just is it, unfortunate. Yeah, it sucks. Yeah. I mean I did I, my my tax return money went to that. I was saving that for some shit, but no. <laughs> no, yeah, I had to fix it because of Andre Bones. He fucking spit all over my laptop, dude. Yeah, he's just He's got some ideas. Uh, I, I personally don't uh, think any of them are correct or good, but you know, I'm, I'm looking at my recording here too, and he fuck it. He he clipped the microphone almost the entire time he was talking. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> that's, that's, like looking at my talking compared to his, he was like yelling into the microphone. He's extreme. Um, yeah, yeah they don't call him extreme Andre Bones for nothing. He uh to to use the the uh, yakuza vernacular, he's Kiwami. Um, so he tried to call it gamer wars last time. I don't know, like what? What do you think? I like the the shitty conspiracies. I mean, if he wants to pretend that, that it's called gamer for, wars, for I him, guess he can. For him, it's gamer wars. But uh, for the sake, of, this is our show. It, it is shitty <laughs> conspiracy theories. Uh, that's what he delivers. Uh, 
Uh, Lit Gaming Arena presents shitty conspiracy conspiracy theories featuring Andre Bones with Gamer Wars. (laughs) That's a long name. (laughs) Shitty gaming conspiracy. Um, Yeah, shitty gaming conspiracy corner. He tried to go on that mask thing, too. Everyone, that's a hot button subject. I mean, that's relevant. That's topical right now. Oh, it's topical, but we've... He's just an... (laughs) We can't, not on our show. He can't spread that anti-mask <laughs> propaganda. Not, not here. I, I like how he just assumed that I was an anti-mask guy because I'm not wearing a mask in my own house. That's how they get you, you know. They say you're not wearing Look, a mask that right guy, now, and you say I'm living, in my own he's, home, and they go, "He's this he's in his living room." <laughs> you can get COVID nineteen from watching TV. How come you're not wearing a mask? Come on, that's what they say. That's what they say. It's not true. Um, but this is not sphere. This the the, the Corona sphere is a long gone segment. Even though I think Montana Andre Bones may be classified as a super spreader event, he probably is. He's gonna super spread <laughs> fake news all over the the internet. Um, <laughs> No, but it, it, yeah, even though Montana is like really up there <laughs> right now, for, like according to like the this, I think the CDC, we're like in the top is really bad. Our top, we're in the top five of of most at risk states. Oh, we're look number at that. we're number three. Finally, we're a top five earner in something recognition <laughs> we deserve. <laughs> yeah, maybe that'll maybe that'll keep some of the people moving up here away. <laughs> well, stay safe out there, folks. Uh, don't let Andre Bones get to you. If you see him um, steer very clear, he'll he's he's a strong guy. Yeah, just don't <laughs> uh don't don't buy into his lies about this console stuff. Like he he doesn't know what he's talking about. We, I mean, why why, why would GameStop yeah, why would GameStop sell more more discless versions of the consoles? Like it it serves I'm them no purpose. I'm surprised they're even carrying the discless version. Right? Like yeah, that I almost feel like I almost wonder like if if Sony and Microsoft like force them to like we won't ship you anything if you don't sell some of these. You need to carry at least one of them. Yeah, at least one. Cuz yeah, like that that undercuts their entire market. Is <laughs> like, yeah, we're going to sell you something that you will then no longer need us for. And I think if Microsoft was so uh, interested in divesting entirely, like like if there was a conspiracy, uh, th- th- they would just fully uh, be like, no, this is a Game Pass machine um, and cut them out just yeah. cold turkey. But I was like, they made a, a partnership with them. They're, yeah. They're sending them stuff and funding them at this point. Yeah, they're, I mean, they're, now they're, yeah, GameStop is being subsidized by Microsoft. What a bizarre world we're living in right now. So, yeah, that's... Uh, I gotta wonder, like, are they gonna, like, do, like, Xbox game rooms in, like, GameStops now? And, like, I think were, like, so, since they were planning to make certain ones, like, a game room space, so I bet they yeah. Xbox... Like territories. I almost wonder, like, if you're gonna have like, like special, like special privileges for people who are like Game Pass subscribers. I, I think this is a. Uh, I mean, there, there's a lot of benefits to this deal, um, and one of them could be the esports angle um, and yeah. investing in territories to host tournaments. Yeah, that that, and also like what I mentioned when we did bring this up before was the. Like that just instantly gives them. I mean, how many stores are still open of GameStop? They're closing so many, but uh, they they have so many stores that there's they just instantly have. Now we just have retail space. 
across the entire country where we didn't before and we didn't have to invest a whole like they invested obviously in the partnership but it's like we didn't we didn't have to hire people we didn't have to it's build all these stores the buildings and you yeah know, like so so now it's just like and, yeah and now it's they can, already a place to buy games so they already have a storefront or yeah. a user basis that's already like thinks of video games when they think of GameStop. So yeah. So now it's going like to be probably that to think Microsoft slash uh, Xbox is the transition. Yeah. And so now you're going to go in there and I'm sure like, you'll obviously there will be the Xboxes, but I'm sure they'll probably be like, Oh yeah, that you can buy either your surface pro two and your surface books and other Microsoft well, related things employees are going to be using, I think surface uh, to do transactions and all that. Okay. Yeah. So that, I think that it, was part of the thing. The so they're just going to overhaul their POS system with Microsoft yep. stuff. So that, I mean, that, that would be pretty cool. Cause that, then that'll actually ran on Azure cloud. That'll, that, yeah, <laughs> that'll be bringing it basically in line with like Apple stores then. Cause that's how Apple stores are ran. Like they don't have like, um, actual like checkout. Like it's like, they're all done on like iPhones and stuff with, where you just give you, they have a card reader and stuff. Um, so that'd be pretty cool. I don't know. I'm I'm excited to see like what th- that brings. Uh, it's very interesting. Uh, anyway, that was that's kind of more newsy, but I mean, we we're trying to transition from uh, <laughs> Andre Bones to to this show. He packs a wallop. It's a new it's a new format. It's a or not a new format, but it's a, it's a change. It's a change to the show. So it's a little little hiccups trying to get back into the groove of uh, the rest of the show here. Um, but I mean, I actually this week I didn't really play a whole lot. I just kind of continued with what I was playing, which right, I mean, I, I don't have a whole lot to report as far as the video games go, because I was playing the same stuff. Um, no new developments there. Obviously, I did mention in the previous uh, cast, I did pre-order that um, Airborne. Um, God, what was it? I already forgot what it was called. Um, what was it? Hold on. It's like Airborne Empires? Airborne Airborne Kingdom. That's what I... So I pre-ordered that. That it's it, The trailer says Fall 2020. Uh, but on the Epic Game Store, it says December 31st, 2020. So I don't know if like they're just gonna like launch it at some point between now and the end of the year, or if they're just actually like gonna yeah we're launching this on like New Year's Eve. <laughs> Seems kind of weird, but I guess we'll see on that. Um, other than that, I watched. Um, I started watching. What is that? What? What did I start watching? Um, I started watching Twin Peaks. It's a very strange Twin show. Peaks. Twin Peaks, you know, 1990 Twin Peaks, yeah, David like Lynch. You're, you're a little behind the times on that. Yeah. Never seen Twin Peaks, but uh, I always hear it referenced all the time. And I'm kind of like at the where it's like, if it's something that's referenced so often, I feel like I should know the references. Um, yeah, it's uh, that one's like just in the cultural zeitgeist as much as like something like The Sopranos. Yeah, exactly. So I'm like, I, I mean, and which, those shows I consider like Sopranos, Breaking Bad and then like Game of Thrones. Yep. Like they're all yep. shows that are perpetually yep. referenced like endlessly. Yes, all the time. So I'm like, I got to I got to know what the show is. I got to like watch it in its entirety because I know like how critically acclaimed David Lynch is. And I watched his fucking weird ass interview with a monkey on Netflix. <laughs> 
Um, that was weird. Um, but yeah, the Twin Peaks, it's a hard watch. I'm not going to lie. It is a really hard watch, especially like looking at it like in the year 2020. That's a 30 year old show right there. It came out in 1990. Um, <laughs> it shows that show came out the year I was born. And it is, it is like quintessential 90s and not in the good way. Like, you know, when you think of like, oh yeah, 90s nostalgia, it's like, this is 90, this is 1990s TV we're talking about, which is like, more effort was put into movies back in the, like, we didn't really get a lot of really good TV it shows until the 2000s. nostalgia, to be honest. I mean, yeah, but it's, it, it, it's definitely like, I, it's, even then, like, it's even quintessential the, the, 90s in the sense that like, same way with X-Files. Yeah, it's, yeah, you're right there. It just, it's. But that's still kind of the, along the same lines of like the t- when they made TV shows back in those days, they the weren't TV like was they in didn't the have 80s where movies were actually <laughs> in the 90s. <laughs> well, and it's just the fact that like they didn't put the same budget into TV shows that they do in the movie or that did in the movies. And now we're at the point where like now there's a just bucket it, loads of money poured into it. It wasn't until Game of Thrones that I truly felt those two things were brought to parody with one another. Yeah, I think so. Because there's increasing number of things that were um getting higher budget into the 2000s but like it was like it wasn't until like wow this game of thrones as well they're like spending like three million dollars per episode game of thrones (laughs) season one was the first show i watched where i was like just like i even if i wasn't interested in the story i was watching just purely based on the quality like it felt like they were filming on like future tech cameras the acting the costuming like everything felt so perfect like like a movie where tv show even especially during that time was still kind of in this yeah. uh what what is now known as that like cw like quality um yeah and, and that was in I, I 2011 beca- yeah I, I felt because of that it raised the bar exponentially at a alarming rate like it was it wasn't until um i would say 2014 where shows were truly like really in that realm um and then like obviously up until now where it's like their tv shows and movies are pretty like one-to-one there is still and that creates that a bit of a division between like stuff that is lower quality that is now kind of called cw like this is a cw quality Uh, yeah like yeah you when you hear a cw show you know what you're in for (laughs) which is strange because honestly like those shows um had they been made you know like five six seven eight years ago yeah those would have been like the top top of the line budget shows yeah like and in leading up to um the game of thrones like i mean we had like the stuff that kind of started leading in that direction of higher budget. There was like Dexter that started in 2006 and uh, Breaking Bad started in 2008. And I mean, Breaking Bad, again, one of those zeitgeist shows that everybody references. Yeah. Um, yeah, even though I feel both like stuff like Breaking Bad and even uh, I, I will even throw the wire in there, which are also pretty heavily referenced. They're yeah. just not quite there where game well, that's what i'm saying was. that's what i'm saying like those those led up to it 
those are like the precursors. They're like that 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 was like on on your bell graph or your your not even a not even like in your on your exponential graph of spending you're you're like increasing as the years go on and then game of thrones hits and that one was like oh now we got to just spend a shit pile of money on tv shows because game of thrones just really fucked us all <laughs> <laughs> which i don't mind i i love the high budget tv shows i mean you can't is 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 as as bad as it is sometimes like you just it's it's really cool to watch movie quality stuff in a tv show i love long form stuff because it's like you you, you get more out of it rather than just condensing a like a single book or taking the source material and cutting as much out of it to fit into a two three hour movie as you can um and and then but you get a show like game of thrones where you can take 10 episodes or whatever and expand on it more i like that even though they kind of really fucked it towards the end, but <laughs> yeah, I mean that, that, I mean, comes down to the writing, uh, slash obviously D and D don't re- like they, they weren't great visionaries. Like, yeah, they didn't have the source material to work with when, when uh, they later didn't on have that to go off of. They didn't know it was just like in free fall. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Cause I mean, they, and they could also go off. I, heavily criticized them for uh there were several junctions throughout that series that feel like they were like what if we one up martin and make this like more tragic um, <laughs> which really uh under that's when they were I felt they didn't that's when understand. they were subverted, subverting your expectations <laughs> i i felt at least in a lot of the scenes uh red wedding being one of them they didn't fundamentally understand that scene and what made that scene uh, impactful in the books because uh, they did their own spin on it and fucked up that uh, th- there's stuff especially Red Wedding in the books that uh, would work better in a film format that they just did not do um, yeah. uh, just to cite one thing in particular is that the uh, the minstrels uh, are playing music terribly um, which they should have done in the show but instead in the show, they because they wanted to make it a grand set piece, they're all playing uh, masterfully perfect uh, music. But the reason they're playing terribly is because this is a tell for uh, Catelyn Stark that like it's supposed to be one of these like small tells that triggers her thinking like something's not right here. And it's because the minstrels yeah. are like they're they're mercenaries. They're not they're not musicians. Um, and that's something that would have played so it would have slapped so hard in the show but they didn't do it (laughs) yeah and yeah it also like that everyone always says the red wedding oh the red wedding and when i watched it it i don't know it didn't it didn't hit me as hard that's because they fucked it up (laughs) and i never read the book so i didn't know the source like when people were talking about everyone talked up the red wedding i'm like okay a bunch of people died they also killed a pregnant lady in the show which doesn't happen in the books it's yeah, uh, and the yeah, we uh, gotta one up the book, I guess. Yeah, and the, the, I mean in general, and I know the uh, the dire wolves were just expensive to do, but the dire wolf that's in a cage during that scene breaks out and kills a bunch of guards in the book, um, which they that just left been, that out entirely. That would have been badass. <laughs> I know it would have like 
That's so oh, much but stuff we can have scene. we can have gigantic dragons later on and <laughs> and have the biggest the most bur- stuff the most sh- amount of shit on fire in a single TV show ever. I, I can't remember exactly why, but I just know the direwolf stuff was hard to do because I know they used just actual uh, yeah dog slash wolves. Well, and if they, they were to CGI like, that stuff, bigger, it would bigger. <laughs> yeah and then like doing like cgi fur is a whole lot harder than cgi dragon scales yeah i mean i think they should have allocated some of the funds to at least make that at least kind of cool because um yeah once again this is just pure like speculation but there's always kind of been that rumor slash speculation that potentially rob warged into his direwolf and killed a bunch of guards um before during that scene they decapitate both of them and then they like put the wolf's head on his where his head was on the body shit <laughs> i mean they did that in the show they sh- they were like parading his body around with the dire wolf head uh yeah. but it, it like like i said they, they're supposed to i feel these there is a suggestion that he was possibly warging into his dire wolf and then that makes that scene more impactful but the the whole yeah. show like underplayed warging which may have been for the better um and i only suggest that due to the fact that if you get too fantasy it would have scared away fans so they downplayed a lot of the fantasy elements like there's a character in the first book that has like a literal rainbow beard (laughs) and they just were like we're just not doing that (laughs) yeah no we're not yeah he doesn't have a rainbow beard I mean, in the uh, the Targaryens are supposed to have violet eyes like their eyes are supposed to be purple, which would have been easier. Uh, okay. to do. They just didn't do it. Yeah, that would have been. Yeah, that's that would have been an easier one. Yeah. yeah oh, well. and Tyrion gets his whole nose cut off. <laughs> um, They did play this off pretty funny because like he he gets the scar on his face Um. And then later when somebody sees him, they're like, oh, I, I heard you got your whole like nose cut off, basically. And, and he's just like, oh, don't believe in all the stories. <laughs> and I was like, OK, that was like a, definitely a week and a nod towards like for the book readers. Yeah. But it in the books, it always talks about how he's like itching inside of his like nostril holes with like knives and stuff. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, uh, that's obviously neither here nor there. We're- <laughs> yeah. Um. So on on. T- the music on Twin Peaks totally does not match anything going on in the show. <laughs> like the intro song to that show is so bizarre compared to what the show is. But um, I and they mentioned Montana a lot in it because it's in Washington and they like in the first episode. Oh, yeah, he's in Butte. <laughs> like, OK. And they mentioned like Missoula offhandedly. Yeah, it's weird. Not. Something I don't expect, I guess. No one, no one, uh, no one mentions Montana in 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 media, really. But uh, I'm trying to remember what I watched. Um, I'm one episode away from finishing the haunting of Bly Manor. Oh, hey, yeah. That is that is a really good show. That's really fucking like, and I think it's like from the same people that made the Haunting of Hill House. I didn't like the Haunting of Hill House as much. I watched a few episodes and it kind of tuned out well, of isn't it. Isn't this in the Haunting of Hill House universe? And like, I swear it's called Haunting of Hill House, like or Haunting. Is it's just the, called uh, the Haunting of Bly Manor, yeah. and it's so like it, in the so it's, it's haunting it's like, that is the uh, 
like series. Yeah, I, I think it's like yeah, but it's like considered it's not even in like in a season of that. It's like completely different show, but I believe it is like the same kind of like universe or same kind of um thing, but just a different house, different location, different actor. Some of the same actors, diff- but mostly different. Um but I didn't I didn't really like The Haunting of Hill House as much. Um but this was this was really good. Um there's a lot of just like there's there's a uh, one episode uh involving kind of one of the main kind of main side characters that is really sad. I, it's really hard to say all this without spoiling it because it's all like super mysterious. It's like a big mystery type stuff. Um in the show there's a lot of like things happening in the background when you're watching it, which is like something that I love in horror shows is when there's something in the background, but there's almost nothing. There's no, they're not really calling attention to it. It's just there. And I, (laughs) uh, frost was looking it up and apparently like even all the stuff that we saw happening in the background, there was still more stuff hidden that we didn't see. Um, doesn't surprise me. That's the type of show it is. <laughs> yeah, it, there's a lot of just shit, ha- like ghosts going. There's ghostly stuff going on, um, and it, it's it, it's really cool the way they do it. And you're trying to figure out these characters and what's going on. I I super recommend it. It's hard for me to talk about it without spoiling everything. And also, I'm just an idiot. And it's hard for me to describe the way I feel about it. You know, it's like, yeah, it's just a cool show. It's kind of scary. I mean, it's not like super, super scary, but it's it's really thought provoking. Um, the episode I just watched, the second to last episode, um, goes into like the history of the Bly Manor, and it's like that episode is so fucking well written. <laughs> it's so good. Um, just it it goes like deep into the history of like this fictional place, and 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 you're like. It's just like after that, you're like, well, fuck now. I now I got to watch this last episode, but I watched it last night and finished it at 1130. And I'm like, well, I don't have enough time to watch another episode. And we do the podcast on Thursday. So it's like, I guess I'm waiting to Friday to watch the finale. (laughs) That sucks. Um, So, yeah, that's a I really recommend the show. It's if you like The Haunting of Hill House, definitely check this out. If you didn't like Haunting of Hill House, de- uh, definitely check it out because I didn't like Haunting of Hill House and I loved this one. Um, the actors are just super cool too. Like all the actors are and all the characters are great. Um, just a, just all around really well thought out show. But that's pretty much what I did. <laughs> Other than the, uh, the thing that I made for um, <clears throat> the Cabinet Podcast, I spent a lot of time on that over the over last weekend. Probably time I should have been playing some games, but I wanted to get that done and uh, get that submitted for their podcast. But uh, so I think that's it. Maybe um, I think oh, there's a not an official like community engagement um, segment here, but I did have a I did ask a question on Twitter that got some decent responses. So I saw this, um, this picture floating around that was evident. Evidently the picture was actually like the Japanese localization for the cyberpunk 2077 script. And it was like four stacks of paper, like 
two to three feet tall. Maybe it was like two feet. Just gigantic, like an immense amount of paper for this script. And so I, I asked, so is the new gaming flex showing off how much dialogue is written slash voice for your game? Did Skyrim's arrow to the knee instill so much fear of repeated lines becoming memes that they've gone to the extreme? The Last of Us, Hades, Cyberpunk 2077, and what else now? Um, I got some people uh, they put putting their takes in here. Uh, new the new dad gaming or the new dadcula gaming says translators must be swimming in cash. Um, Geek Freaks podcast says I'm. I'm just thinking that's got to be a couple trees there. Could have shown off the file size instead, LOL. And Ryan from Shart Select Pod at Ryan Shart Select or Shart Select Ryan says, as long as the actors are paid correctly for their work, bring on the voices. What a good guy sticking out, sticking up for the, the voice actors guild. The more um, the better. The more the better. Uh, FTO Nerd Talk uh, at Flipping Table says, I mean, uh, that's a good question, but fans have complained about moments or mechanics. For some, it works. For gamers like myself, it's draining. So I get the stride to change just like anything. It's about how you do it. Um, the Pumpkin Spice Boys at, which are the Idiot Savants, at the Idiot Savants. I miss the weird uh, flexes showing dialogue in games, but for me, the amount of dialogue is almost irrelevant compared to the quality of dialogue. There's a bunch of dialogue in Avengers, and most of it is really bad. The dialogue is in Skyrim is also mostly boring. Tight writing is better than more writing. Um, and then I had mentioned that I mentioned all the kind of briefly explaining all like the different flexes, like how Hades has like over 10,000 lines of dialogue. It's got a lot. Um, of course yeah. they like, it's all they voiced. Work, <laughs> they work with the same voice actors basically all the time, which are, and yeah. I mean, even sourcing people in house, like Darren Corb, who does the music doing some of the yeah. voice work. Um, and God, I forget the name of the voice actor they usually use who did, uh, he's done so many voices and he just recently put out a video of like a lot of the characters he voices, but he does Hades and in Hades as well as what my judge. No, no, no. I'm just just kidding. He's the guy who does the voice of the narrator in, uh, Bastion and, oh, okay. Yeah. I think he also voices Rux and Bastion. He, He does a lot of their voices um he, but he, he very very talented voice actor like I'll tell you that much he does Poseidon and Hades and there's a few others in there um but yeah he does a metric shit ton of voices and is very talented and has great range yeah um I'll look at his name cuz I feel really bad not saying it <laughs> all right well while you do that I'll read another comment here um Charles Walking Dead at Fallen Monk D20 says, I mean, you could pump 100 100 hours into Witcher with everything you could do in that game, and they're expecting the top that. Yeah, they're going to shove as much as they could into this game, in which I said that they apparently this game's supposed to be shorter than The Witcher because of all the they've done like the testing and the research saying that people actually like dropped off the game because it was too long and they wanted to do something shorter. Um, But yeah, I don't. Logan Cunningham. Oh, okay. Is the guy he? He's the guy. He's the he's the guy that does everything. For, for just Hades yeah. alone, he does Hades, Poseidon, Achilles, Asterius, Charon, and the storyteller. Wow. 
which are all like they're Star all Wolves. very distinct different voices yeah uh, Grand Rapidians play video games at Grand underscore video says I prefer playing with the sound off anyway so I can listen to podcasts while gaming Ginger's really enjoying Hades but I don't think I've heard it at all and I was just like over 10,000 lines of dialogue you probably won't hear it all um, JM Brady at JM Brady 360 says dialogue is fine but that's a bit much it seems like they're trying to overachieve kind of like Fable did regarding Acorns or LA Noir with crunch time I just want a complete game and I was just like same I want a complete game uh, Ocho Duro Parlay Hour at OD Parlay Hour says less is more so it doesn't feel forced and the spooky burrito boys at grief burrito says my take is holy fucking shit that's immense <laughs> yeah it's a lot it was a lot of paper i uh, there's a, there's a funny post and someone t- had the same picture in the hard drive hangout um uh, let's see where where to go scroll 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 oh the scrolling <laughs> <laughs> I can't believe CD Projekt Red is making their employees print all this out during crunch times. Haven't they ever heard of computer screens and tablets? <laughs> uh, I think someone else had another funny comment in there. Oh, yeah. 90% of the pages are just, welcome to Night City, but thou must, and so on. <laughs> I used to be a cyberpunk like you, but then I took an F- I took an FNRAL round to the knee. Then I got a new knee. I'm still a cyberpunk. You know what? This is a bad story. <laughs> uh, considering... Oh, wait, wait, wait. Nope, nope, nope. I was wrong. Different comment. <laughs> they killed a tree so they could justify overworking their employees. Oh... <laughs> uh. I swear there was another good one. Oh yeah, Cyberpunk is going to be a pen and paper RPG. Oh, <laughs> uh, gotta love the hard drive people. They're 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 not gamers, everybody. They're not. They swear they aren't. <laughs> um, but I think that's gonna do it for the show. You have any? Do you have anything else you want to talk about on this particular episode? Episode eighty-one of the LGA cast. Uh, don't think so. All right. Well, we're going to call that one a cast. Um, if you uh, enjoyed the show, please consider giving us a five-star rating and review on Podchaser and Apple. Uh, share the show with your friends. The best way that a show can grow is through word of mouth. So if you enjoy the show, I'm sure you probably also have friends that would enjoy the show and so on and so forth so that we can grow because our advertising budget is zero dollars. <laughs> no, not that advertising for podcasts, especially video game podcasts are effective anyway, because who's going to see an ad for our, a video game podcast on Facebook and be like, oh, yeah, I got to download that podcast. Because I guarantee you that's a situation that will happen never. Um, anyway, you can follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Go to our website, lga.gg. Join our Gilded server at chat.lga.gg. If you don't know what Gilded is, it is Discord, but on steroids. If you don't know what Discord is, then I can't help you. Um, and if you uh, want to send us questions, you can uh, send us send us those at 
social at lga.gg and we will answer those questions on the show if you want to ask a question to the community that we can put out on our social media uh, just indicate that in the email so that i will do that instead of just reading it out on the show um or you can just just send us your your comments or whatever um either you can do that on twitter as well so uh we'll see we'll see all of that um and that's gonna do it for this episode so uh smoke them if you got them i'm gonna get out spoop zooka real quick and the spook spookatize us this is spookatize peace Play my cards right. This will come out on the four-year anniversary of David S. Pumpkin skit on SNL. <laughs> so I had to do it. <laughs> it's the fucking dumbest skit ever, but I love it. Tom Hanks is David S. Pumpkins in 100 Floors of Horror. Nice. I'm gonna pickle you, bub. If you can't stand the heat, stay out of my face. Stay out of my face. Who wants toast? <laughs> <laughs>